Hello, my Pilates lovers. Thank you for tuning in to All Things Pilates. I'm your host, Darian Gold. Each episode, you'll get to hear a new guest share his or her knowledge, insights, and experiences. Together, we explore the ongoing evolution of the Pilates method, as well as its connection to other modalities, such as gyrotonic, yoga, podiatry, and chiropractic. I now present to you the many aspects of this beautiful, complex, and life-affirming discipline. Pilates instructors have many movement techniques to use and explore with their students, as well as a number of anatomy books to refer to in need of a deeper understanding of the Pilates repertoire. But up until now, there hasn't been a reference book so complete and comprehensive as the one written by Madeline Blacks entitled Centered. Published in 2015, Centered, Organizing the Body Through Kinesiology, Movement Theory, and Pilates Techniques, defines the synthesis of Madeline's approach to movement training. Her information is extremely detailed, beginning with the first chapter which explains the importance of the feet, how they relate to the rest of the body, and the analysis continues until the last chapter and its culmination with the neck and head. Madeline's background is a familiar one. Born and raised in New York on Long Island, she graduated from Skidmore College with a B.S. in P.E. and Dance. Madeline toured with a modern dance repertory company based in Minneapolis. But after returning to New York, she discovered Pilates and decided to pursue physical training instead of dance. She then had the opportunity to work at the East Side Sports Medicine Center, where she was introduced to the fields of biomechanics and therapeutics. In 1989, Madeline moved to San Francisco and opened the first Pilates studio in the city. She called it Madeline's A Body of Work, and it has since been renamed A Body of Work with another talented Pilates educator at the helm. Madeline's book makes it possible to envision how the body functions while practicing Pilates, and it has garnered glowing reviews from functional anatomy experts, movement specialists, and Pilates instructors. In fact, the well-respected Brent Anderson, founder of Polestar Pilates, echoes many of the reviewers. Madeline's book, Centered, is an amazing experience and exploration of qualitative movement, a must-have for all of those who consider themselves movement practitioners. I believe it will become a classical tool for our profession. And now calling in from Sonoma, California, to discuss her fantastic book is Madeline Black. (laughs) Yeah, welcome to All Things Pilates. Thank you for having me. It's really an honor to speak with you. Thank you. Madeline, there are other Pilates books and functional anatomy books out there on the market. Why did you decide to write your book, Centered? Yeah, there are a lot of books, but they don't integrate the looking and explaining of the biomechanics and anatomy in terms of movement and specifically for Pilates. So I have always taught kind of a synthesis of the science information with the Pilates techniques. And I say the word techniques because I've also invented 
manual hands-on techniques using the Pilates apparatus in addition to doing the traditional Pilates movements with the apparatus. So I've been teaching teachers for probably almost 30 years, and every time I presented or taught a training, people would say, do you have a book? Do you have any videos? <laughs> Which I never did. It's kind of that desire to listen to people asking me and to create the book. And it did help the publisher approach to me, too, saying that uh, we hear you would be a good author for a book. So it all aligned for me to write the book. And how long did it take you to write it? I took a year off from seeing clients and from teaching workshops, but it took me about two years. Wow. I do so much training and research. I've had many, many manuals that I have written because they keep changing. So I had the source of the work and it really became more of like collating it and flushing it out. So to me, it's my life's work. Is there a part of the book that was more challenging than the others for you to write? Yes, believe it or not, chapter one. (laughs) That was the most difficult for me. I rewrote that so many times because it's so specific. It's about the feet and the bones of the feet and how how your feet work, especially with gait patterning. And then I have all these feet exercises. It just was hard to think that your opening chapter of your book, which should engage people and get them excited to read the rest of the book, for me, just felt like it was too focused and not enough excitement in it to get the, the juices going in the fact that, gee, I can't wait for chapter two. So I was kind of concerned that it, it would be a little too technical and people would be like, whoa, okay, I can't get past the first chapter. So that was a difficult chapter for me to write. It does take a, a little bit of calming the mind to <laughs> delve into your book. Yeah, I, I say to people, like some people do say, wow, I just like, I could be chapter one like forever. And I'm like, no, 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 don't use the book linearly. I actually recommend that if, for instance, you're working with someone who has an issue with their shoulder, just go to chapter seven. <laughs> you don't have to read one through six to do chapter seven. Though they're related, it's good to know that an imbalance in your feet or the fact that how your pelvis is moving or not moving functionally will affect your shoulder. It's nice to know that bigger piece, but if you need something like a reference, like I really need to understand that shoulder more, I encourage people to just jump around and go to the chapter that's drawing you to need to know information. You heard the author takes the pressure yeah. off of us. It does get past chapter one. It would make me very happy. Okay. (laughs) Is there anything that you learned about the body that you didn't know that you included in the book? Well, well, for me, it was more of what I learned is the complexity of human body movement is very difficult to write it out clearly and make it understandable to the reader. When I look at the audience, who was my audience? that lay people, the Pilates teacher. And the fact is when you start talking about mechanics, it's really relative to the individual. For instance, you and I were walking together down the street, the motions of your pelvis and spine would be different than mine in some respects. 
in the rotation. I might rotate more one way, you rotate more another way. My hip may not glide, your hip might glide nicely. You know, so there's all these variations because it's complex and we're unique as individuals. We have our personality, we have our brain, we have our emotions, and this all drives how we move. That was for me thinking about how can I write the mechanics and then relate it to real life people. That was actually what I learned from being able to write that is hopefully I was able to get that across to the reader. So it was more about that than learning like, gee, I didn't know the SI joint did this motion. It was more about how complex and what I had to leave out of the book because it was too complex to not to be confusing. Is there a centered part two? (laughs) They're asking me about that. It's about time. You know, it's been three years. I'm almost four. It came out in September in 2015. And I'm already thinking about what a second edition would look like. So possibly. In your acknowledgments, you write about Jean-Claude West, and many of us have had the honor and privilege of uh, learning from him and taking class and workshops, etc. He has been an inspiration. And how did he inspire you for this book? Well, he's inspired me in my my career. I met Jean-Claude in the late 1980s, you know, when I went back to New York, still thinking of dancing. I mean, I was still training and I was auditioning and I did some performing, but that's when I landed at Eastside Sports Medicine Center, and it was uh, Monica Molnar, the physical therapist there, who directed me to not only Jean-Claude, but to Irene Dowd. So she said, you must meet this person and study with them. So that's how I met him back then. He was already combining and integrating rolfing fascial concepts with the Pilates apparatus and techniques. So fascia world that is very exciting right now. I've been alerted to it and studied it as way back in the late 1980s. That's how Jean-Claude is kind of ahead of the popular learning, you know, what's out there. But the research is now coming out, which is why it's become uh, on the radar for most people, because the research is supporting what the Rolfers have been saying since the 60s and the 70s. And just watching him work and his hands-on and his focus and his intention and his understanding of how the body moves and how to see it, even on a, not just a mechanical model, and we can all study the mechanical model, but what I learned from him was the ability to watch a body move and clearly see what the strategy is that that person's doing, which is not written in a book or biomechanics. So, and it all has to do with a lot of the tissue tension, the fascial changes, your brain, how you're thinking, what you're thinking, how you're feeling, and how that affects your movement. So I said to him when I was writing the book, he also helped by reading, and I could have conversations with him about what I wanted to write, and then he would warn me and say, that's a pretty complex concept you're trying to write, and maybe perhaps you should not write that. <laughs> you know, don't put that in there. It'd be too confusing. So he was my, like I would bounce ideas off with him. But I did say to him one day about how I felt that, you know, I was on this path and there was a point in my life uh, when I was on the dance path and then I got opened up to the physical training and therapeutics, as you beautifully said in the intro. And then Monica leaned me towards him and then I saw this whole world, which I was like, this is what I want to learn. I mean, I was like, this is it. 
So for me, it was that stage of the dancer changing career because you, you can only dance for so long in your life. And there it was. So I was really lucky to have met him. And I see that his work really inspired me to go on my own path. And I said that to him and he said, you know, ma'am, and I just opened the door. You're the one who went crazy, <laughs> <laughs> you know, which means I went off and I studied so many things. I studied the Hendrickson method, which is an orthopedic style body work by Tom Hendrickson. I spent two years with him. I did 10 years of integrative manual therapy with Sharon Weisselfish, G. and Matteo. Like he said, I, I went crazy and I love to read studies and things like that. And I love watching people move. He inspired me, but I'm the one who went crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you are from New York after all. Yes, right. (laughs) Has your career path changed at all or a lot since publishing your book? I'm not sure the path changed as much as the path expanded for me. You know, when I put the book out, I thought, oh, exhale. Good. I got it all in a book. Here's my work launch it, put it out there in the world, and now I can go on to something else. But no, that didn't actually happen. So I had a friend in London who said, Madeline, you're going to come to my studio, and you're going to teach a five-day course on your book. And I said, oh, okay, that's a good idea. So that was three years ago. So I did the five days and realized there was so much that I could do another five days and another five days. I ended up developing um, what I'm calling the Madeline Black Method, immersive body training for five-day trainings. I've only taught first two stages because people need to take first two stages before doing the third stage, which I haven't offered yet, and I will be offering it in London and San Francisco next year. But you have to have had the first two stages in order to do the third stage. I've had enough teachers now who have taken the first two stages that I'm ready to do the the third one. Even though I'm using numbers, the way that I work with the body, it's not as linear as it sounds. So I actually don't say one, two, three. I made names up for kind of the concept and the feeling, like the energetics of the training. One of the stages is called gather. And gather is, like it sounds, I'm gathering people together. And we do follow the book starting at the feet, and we work through kind of the books. That's pretty linear. The next stage, which can be taken out of order, there's no one, two. The other stage is called encompass, and we start to work more deeply and looking at movement patterns through gait patterning, and we identify where a person's structure is limiting their function. So it gets a little bit bigger, you know, a little more. And then we work on techniques. And the third one, which I'm very excited about, I call constellation. And I call it constellation because of the stars, constellations, little patterns. The idea now is to start taking the work that we learned in the first two stages and start identifying the patterns of what to do and how we're going to use the techniques and movement training, the physical training, to address a pattern in someone's body and help them shift out of that pattern into a healthier pattern. It sounds super exciting. Let me think about um, Joseph Pilates' quote, you know, that quote where he says, in 10 sessions, you'll see the change, you know, something like that. Uh What I say is it only takes one session. Mm. In one session, there's a huge change. And that's how my work is. Only one session, you'll see a change. That's pretty powerful. 
Yeah, it's true. Have you had that kind of feedback in terms of feeling a change right away from your readers? Or is it something where people have to be in your presence and how you explain verbally opposed to your written word? Yeah, of course, being in person is more powerful because there's the teachers that are drawn to the training. I'm working with teachers who have already been teaching a few years, and many teachers have had many trainings. You know, they've done multiple Pilates teacher trainings, and they have a lot of exercises. They have very much thought patterns around, you know, what order I need to do something in. They also know about some anatomy, but maybe not the relationship. So you you can know the names of your muscles and the lines that this muscle connects to that muscle, which creates that, and it's a hip flexor, a hip extender. But that doesn't mean anything when you have a real-life person in front of you and they're moving, and can you see their pattern of movement and where where that pat what is that pattern and is it serving them now sometimes someone's pattern is serving them it's very interesting and then you can work on the strengthening part of it but there are many times people have a movement pattern that's not serving them and what I mean by that is they'll have some pain or they are going to be on the verge of a hip replacement or they have a scoliosis or something like that and then you can help someone shift and improve their movement patterning so that they can go out there hiking and feel good and do the things they want to do in their life that give them joy. So it's that patterning, doing that. So that's really the workshop part. I have had readers email me or I meet them in a a workshop situation, not my training, but I might be doing a presentation somewhere. And they'll come up to me and they say, oh my God, I've done that technique in your book and I can't believe how much that client's back changed and all I did was that one technique. So I have heard it periodically from people who've just come up to me and said, I've been working with your book for a year, and it's great. And I've never met them. It's wonderful. You know, the book has video in it. So you just scan, and it goes to a web page. It's Pilates Anytime, and you get to watch in detail some of my hands-on things. So that's very helpful, too. So you can work with just the book. If one of our listeners wants to purchase your book, mm-hmm. how do they go about doing that? Uh, well, I would promote it through my website, so that's com. You know, Madeline is spelled not the French way with the extra E. It's M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E. When you order the book from my website, I'll sign the book, and I also give a free gift with the book, my one product that I give away for free, and I call them posture pencils, and that's actually in the book on page 21. And so we have specialized pencils that we have made, so I do that. Or you can do it another way, and that is through Amazon, of course. When you present for Pilates on Tour and Pilates Method Alliance, what is it that you present, and has that changed now because of your book? Almost like Um, before and after. That's true. Well, Pilates on Tour, you know, they've been running that for, it must be 12 years now or so. Uh, And I was on the original tour. Um, There was just three of us teaching. And I would teach my work. I would talk about the mechanics. So like, for instance, I have a workshop called Pelvis in Motion. I have support the arms. I have psoas as a core muscle. I have these little workshops. Some of that material is in the book. They do only like three-hour presentations. And that's difficult, you know, to learn. Only in a three-hour situation, I have to really just focus on an area 
and not be able to talk about the full impact of the body, but just talk about how the pelvis moves and what's happening and then where the imbalance is and how do you strengthen. There's a combination of release and strengthen. The PMA is is more of a membership conference. They have workshop presentations, really. They're two-hour presentations, and it's pretty formal. You know, you're on a stage. you got your PowerPoint. You try to get people moving, but they only give you, like, one reformer or one Cadillac. <laughs> it becomes kind of a demonstration, and two hours goes so fast. So with the PMA, I've done different topics. Like, I did pain on one year, pain in terms of the scope of a Pilates teacher, and that was more of a lecture. And then we did some movement as well. This year, I'm actually co-presenting on stability and mobility using the trapeze on the Cadillac. You know, that trapeze is, I feel, underused. Yes. Um, you know, people very underused. And, and I'm working with James De Silva, who is the originator of another movement system called Garuda. I'm not sure if you've heard of that. I don't um, think so. Yeah, it's wonderful. James, is, he's got his own equipment and he's got his own thought about movement. And I really love his work. And so he and I, he's the London studio who said, you're going to come to my studio and you're going to teach for my, your book. So he has a Pilates studio there too. I mean, he has Pilates equipment and he has Pilates teachers and they have Pilates teacher training going on there. And then there's the Garuda method. That's his method. So he and I decided to actually co-present. So we're co-presenting and he's done some incredibly creative and innovative movement using the trapeze on the Cadillac. We've been developing that, and that's what we're going to present this year in October. And Monterey, California, so all the California West Coast teachers should all go. It's going to be really fun. And when is that, the date? When are the dates? uh, It's the end of October. I'd have to open my calendar to find out. It's the very end of October. If you go to PilatesMethodAlliance.org, it'll be on there. Can we backtrack for just one moment? When you talked about pain Mm -hmm. and and a Pilates instructor dealing with a, a student who is in chronic pain. Mm-hmm. Can you say some words about that? Well, I'll recommend this book called Explain Pain. I just pulled it off my bookshelf. It's two authors. They're physios from Australia, David Butler and Laura Muir Mosley. And actually, Mosley has a TED Talk. So if you wanted to go to the TED Talk, you can actually see him talk. And the book is fantastic. I recommend it to clients because it actually explains the pain through the neuroscience and through your brain. But the book is so easy. I mean, for those of us who can't read brain science, it's such a great book. It really helps uh, explain what's going on with the pain. And when I can explain it to my client about what, especially chronic pain, okay, because there's no issue in the tissues. Right. <laughs> they're, they're, so when you have pain, like if you break your finger, that hurts. Right. But then eventually it heals and goes away and it doesn't hurt anymore. But chronic pain, there's no issue going on in the tissue. It becomes a brain phenomenon with the sending of the response to the whatever's hurting your life. Let's say your knee. To learn about that, I would really recommend reading that book. And then it gives you something to stand on in terms of not being afraid of the pain understanding and knowing your pain. So I love they say no pain, no gain, no meaning K-N-O-W, not N-O. So once you know your pain, you kind of get over the charge of it, and then the pain becomes less, and you have to keep physically moving, you know, not to be afraid of the pain. 
With the minute that we have left, what are your mm-hmm. thoughts about the direction or directions that Pilates is moving towards? Yeah, that's a really big question for one minute. <laughs> okay, then you have to come back. Okay, Madeline? Oh, I will come back. But I would just say, you know what? The Pilates teachers today are embracing what we're hearing from the science. Not only the fascia science, but movement science. And people are starting to expand, which I think is a healthy thing. Expand the method, embracing these facts that we're getting from the science and what's working and not working for people. We have run out of time. I love talking to you, and you must come back. I will. I would love to talk to you again. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time, Madeline. Okay. All right. Take care. Take care. Quick reminder that I post all of these fabulous shows on my website either Monday or Tuesday when you aren't able to listen live. Any question that you might have for me, you can reach me at dariangold.com. And until then, I always ask you, please take some time for yourself. Quiet your mind. Clear your thoughts. And then, of course, when you do, I want you to lift your head, lift your spine, because they will lift your spirit. Have a wonderful week, everybody. 